0: Raisin Man Arena. One, two, three. Testing. One, two, three. We're in the control room. Testing for sound. Testing levels. Sam, let me get a one, two, three.
1: One, two, three. One, two, okay. three. Testing for sound.
0: <laughs> okay, that one, two, three was pretty good. Sounds like you know your numbers, my friend.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I've been at this a while. <laughs> you got to move a little Uno bit too, stage right. Yeah, that's good.
0: All Run right. in five, four, three... Wait, actually. It looks good in this, in this
1: camera. Oh, camera. yeah. They t- the camera takes out everything You're ruddy about my complexion and makes me look sort of regu- regular skinned.
0: Mm, regular skinned. Regular skinned. What do you mean by that?
1: That Now, that's something uh, I wish I had just made it under the wire. <laughs> that, that hadn't oh. gone on to the, Well, on don't air. worry.
0: Everything we've said <laughs> since I asked you to say one, two, three has been on air.
1: Oh, okay. So...
0: You don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about that cuz people get people get what you meant
1: <laughs> folks when i say regular skinned my hope is that you just you just give me the benefit of the doubt yeah. and think that i'm you know there's no politics behind that i'm just uh, you're a red guy i'm a red guy i'm like i'm i'm sort of i don't have um what's that called rosacea but I do get red and I like what I like about the camera, the Raisin Arena camera is it kind of makes me it kind of washes that out.
0: You know, when I look at your face, it sort of transports me to the UK. And I and it transports <laughs> me to a time <laughs> when if you were walking down the streets of New York you'd see men. Who are shining, you can like, their blood vessels are shining through their thin white skin. Like alcoholics, basically. More or less, yeah. Like
1: Irish alcoholics, Mm -hmm. yes. Guys Um,
0: whose cheeks are just like glistening, they got like, you know when there's like a a little dot of white that's like the reflection on the cheek? Yes, absolutely. Jolly old guys. I look
1: like a Tammany Hall, like Irish politician Mm -hmm. already, and I'm only 29. You're on your way. By the time I'm 32, I'm going to be like, I have a huge pop. You're going to look like, like the
0: Santa Claus paintings <laughs> yeah, on Coca-Cola and two ads strands ads and of 60s. white
1: hair that I've like <laughs> combed over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to Raisin Man Arena. It's Wednesday, June 15th. Sarah Wilson's not here. I'm starting to think she passed away.
1: Yeah, no, she's gone. She chose a different. I posted this picture of Jeremy and um, Colin on my Instagram Uh story, and she was like, "Whoa, you're hanging out with them? Like, what?"
0: It's the new girl that was three weeks ago.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "Get out of my DMs. I don't know you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know you anymore." You, I start posting like cool people, and you're like, "Oh, yo, what's going on in New York City?" She's like, "What's the move?" Suddenly, she's a "What's the move?" kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck off. (laughs) Go back to she's Texas. Like, I
0: got FOMO. You never heard Sarah say that. No, she's like, I got FOMO. Um, yeah. yeah, she 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 told me, she was like, she's like, I'm out here in Texas. Nobody knows what Dolly is or Brad Tramiel. Those were the two things that she missed. People huh. knowing what those two things are.
1: Dolly, like the artist? No, no. Uh, imagine. Imagine. <laughs> she was like, do you know Salvador Dali?
0: No, Dali, the uh, AI generating. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, so it is, it is Wednesday. It is me, Sam and Felipe, or Felipe and Sam. And um, uh, what else? Oh, this is Raisin Man Arena, the podcast.
1: R- R- Raisin Man Arena. Sarah should have told us when she became friends with us four years ago that she was going to go on this three-week trip because it's pissing me off.
0: I know. It is a long-ass trip. Wait, she
1: quit her job, and I see her less now. It should be the opposite.
0: Wait, you're right about that. She
1: should be over here every day now, chilling with us and recording episodes. I
0: hadn't thought about that. She quit her job, and now she's around even less than before. Yes. I didn't think that her quitting her job would mean that she would take other jobs in other states.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. And,
0: and you're right that she should be chilling with us and recording episodes.
1: Quitting your job means it, uh, you have to you make time to chill with your friends. That's why you quit your job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't. And instead,
1: make she's making <laughs> <laughs> she's making the stupidest indie films imaginable. <laughs> oh my
0: god! Yeah, I know. I can't no, wait for that I'm for those shits I'm to come k- out.
1: I'm kidding. I they're probably awesome. I don't know what she's. I don't even know what no, she's making. Yeah. No, you know
0: making. what? I will go on record. They probably are the stupidest <laughs> indie films ever made. I don't. I don't mind catching flack. I don't mind getting heat for that. Let's see what's in the chat. Sean David Morgan says yes. Stalin 029 says, want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and viewers on mountviewers.com. And then John Gua says, want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and viewers on mountviewers.com. Oh, two guys saying that. This is a website we should check out
1: maybe. We got to check it out. And Welcome, then, first-time chatters. And
0: then Brian Oakes is saying, good morning, Raisin Man. Good morning, Brian. Um, Brian, uh, well, Brian, we should hang out. You know, I have covid
1: Felipe has COVID, and I don't care about it. Yes, yeah, him. That's really why is I'm not with him afraid right now. <laughs> about it.
0: Yeah, uh, when Will's around the house, I gotta wear a mask. Really? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's not like I said. Do you? Because when he had COVID, he wore a mask, and you know, I thought oh, that's nice of him. So then I asked yeah. him, "Do you want me to wear a mask?" And he said, "Yeah, that would be nice. I have to go see my mom, whatever." But you don't care.
1: You I don't care. Yeah. No, uh, I'd want you to wear a damn clown mask because you're so damn crazy all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. That sounds like something I could do.
1: No, I don't care. I heard I heard Felipe was I got COVID and I was like, Whatever. I'm not I'm done well, this is actually I don't I, actually, I hate talking Wait, about it. Wait, you're COVID. done
0: caring? <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you're I, a I savage was, bro. I was about to say
1: I was about to say I'm I'm not gonna change my life for covid anymore You're but then a freaking was like savage. this is the shit people talk about yeah. on podcasts and i was like this <laughs> is my brad Trammell thing bro it's my- over <laughs> if
0: you want it
1: yeah i was like i can't i'm we're, we're not talking about this um well what happened to you over the weekend though? you were just animating the whole time
0: yeah yeah i honestly it's been super mild It ha- it has been like it literally hasn't even been as bad as a cold it's been like less than a cold i just have like kind of a sore throat and i'm like a little tiny bit tired um
1: it it gets better with age this covid
0: it really does it really does the more times you have it the less brain matter you have yeah to suffer you know you experience less you have less yeah you
1: mentioned to me that you were worried about brain matter going your like going away during covid and i was like what are you afraid of losing is it the little books you read in college?
0: And isn't that, isn't that such a profound question? I was saying to Sarah, you know, because I, I was scared about that. They say, oh, you know, even mild cases, you can lose brain. Cancer. I don't know if that's true. And you know what else? I remember reading about neuroplasticity. They say people who have lost half of their brain, the other brain picks up the slack. Have you heard this? The other
1: brain? The other h- half of the brain uh, half pickups. Of the brain, it? not someone else's brain. Oh, yeah, someone else's brain pickups. <laughs> <laughs> your assistant yeah. uh, comes in exactly. and reminds you, you when your meetings are. Your,
0: your wife will remind you, yeah. <laughs> but have you heard this about neuroplasticity? <laughs> Did you ever learn this?
1: Uh, I haven't heard this, no. Tell me.
0: S- so the idea is like if you people who have lost like one hemisphere of their brain... Because um, they just wanted to get rid of it for fun, just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it turns out the other half picks up, and there's actually no. And if there's any neuroscientists listening or whatever, please correct me if I'm wrong. But there's like almost no change, because the other half of the brain's like, "Hey, I'm just gonna pick up the slack."
1: Wait, wait, wait! You lose half your brain, and you there's no change.
0: I'm almost <laughs> certain I've read this. We that can look it up. Insane. Can someone? Insane. Can someone check this? Is we only have a view half of your enough. brain
1: is like your you're like um you're like pancreas or whatever well you can what's lose that organ that you don't need anymore
0: um appendix. appendix yeah, yeah like totally appendix. it's just like a vestigial organ <laughs> yeah, exactly. that we have from being monkeys <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so then i thought well
1: so what's up colter colter's in the chat
0: what's up colter um yeah, so uh, they say that uh, your brain could, could pick up the slack. So I'm thinking, well, if I'm losing like 13% of brain matter, uh, doesn't that, isn't the brain, what about that? Yeah.
1: You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what about that? Yeah.
0: So, but then I was scared about it and I messaged Sarah and I thought, you know, wouldn't the, the philosophical, so the philosophical approach be like, well, you know, throughout your life, you get permanent scars. Your body's never going to be whole. You just accumulate scars. That's right. From d- different things, and you lose parts of your body. Your body's like it's like uh, rocks on a sand on a beach, and yeah. the waves are just degrading it. And shouldn't that and shouldn't we accept that as a part of yep. what it means to live your life? Why should you try to go through life? You know, how, why you can't do a no-hit run? Exactly. What those in the in the exactly. speed running video game community call a no-hit run. Yeah. There's no no-hit runs of life.
1: That's right. You are the most you'll have the most of yourself be the most intact you'll ever be at like age 13. Yes. But then after that you get scrapes and bumps and scars. Mhm. And it's all and then that's where the hits start accumulating, I'd say.
0: So, let's see what Sabina wow, says. Wow, there's a lot
1: of text to read here in the yeah. chat. Yeah, my fr- this is Sabina yeah my friend's younger brother has like less than half of his brain operating, and he's pretty normal and a sweetie pie who loves top chef, so I guess all you have to fear is loving competition reality shows
0: huh yeah less than half his brain now that's a that's even more than I was saying
1: less than half his brain
0: when you say sweetie pie is that code for yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, he's sweet. I know, I
1: know what you're saying. And I don't know if it's code for that. <laughs> Only Sabina can tell us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope I hope I, I never lose the part of my brain that has all the memories of us doing improv in college oh together. Oh, my Felipe. God.
0: You're right about that. <laughs> that would be a shame. Yeah. Man, if I lose 13% of my brain matter and I and I lose the ability to do improv initiations.
1: <laughs> yep. Who? What? Where? Who? What? Where? You're 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 swimming up shit creek, Bro, my friend. I,
0: that would that would be something. But your your
1: animations are gonna get weird.
0: That would be cool, <laughs> man. I wish I lost a part of my brain that made me inhibited, and I became kind of like Joker. Yeah. That would be cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been talking a lot about wanting to be angry recently. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is.
0: You know what it is. I've been, um, I'll be kind of personal, but like I've had very like low sex drive for the last like m- bunch of months, not interested in sex. And then, and then literally, I, I I haven't done any physical activity in the last five days mm-hmm. and I've been kind of tired. But then last night I was f- actually feeling like pretty good. Like I was feeling energetic. Sexy and energetic. Well, I was energetic. Feeling energetic and I went to bed. I had like a swig of NyQuil and I was like, like, horny in like kind of in a violent way <laughs> Whoa. Not, not not like i yeah, would hurt yeah. someone but i was like i was like oh i need to stop working out i think working out is like draining my essence
1: no yeah working <laughs> out is what my- makes you horny violent and horny violent is a powerful place for men to be
0: <laughs> yeah no i was you just, just like-
1: you just need to channel it into like writing emails <laughs> on your computer <laughs> <laughs> you can get a lot more done
0: i just think i just think that being in the house for like five days, not leaving and only looking at my computer and going on two walks a day has made me like I just have like a yeah like a pent up energy like i was I was like i can't before this uh, someone's someone's lathing a sword outside
1: <laughs> yeah they're they're putting that sword back together in the third <laughs> Lord of the rings, yeah, <laughs> the elves are i
0: don't know if you can hear
1: it. Um, do you, want, you want to close that window?
0: No, I, I don't. Actually, I don't even think you can hear it. I've listened to podcasts where I thought it was really loud outside. Really? I've re-listened to Raisin Man's and thought, yeah, Yo, you can't huh. hear
1: it. Brilliant. Um, I'm glad we spent thir- the 30 bucks on these microphones. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Every penny? Um, yeah, that's all just to say that I do feel like a kind of pent up something.
1: Is there anything you want me to do?
0: <laughs> maybe after the show
1: yeah i saw you animating when i was going to bed last night i thought sleep is like he's still trucking away you know
0: yeah yeah no i mean it's um yeah i was just thinking how like you know unpredictable our bodies are i'm thinking about getting back on antidepressants and i was like and then what's that gonna do to my body i was going through reddit to see what people felt with my antidepressant not good don't if you're about to start an antidepressant, don't look up that antidepressant <laughs> and then read it. You're not going to see things that will encourage you to take it.
1: The sword noise is audible. Oh, the sword noise um, is audible. Okay. Yeah. Well, you always have... I mean, you have immense... Everything about your body, y- you have immense sort of fear and anxiety about. But then when you go... When I look... When you... I hear about the places where you go to learn about the drugs you're thinking of taking or the things you're thinking of doing. And I thought, great. Okay, so Reddit. That's like, that's his, that's the platform on which he's building his beliefs around how he should treat his body. Well, you know what
0: though? If you look up uh, antidepressant on Google, you will only get kind of like peer-reviewed studies have showed x y and z or you'll get yeah. that but reddit is where people are like
1: actual yes people who are like i'm taking this thing testimonials
0: however only the people that are freaking out are going on reddit if you're having a good chill time why would you go on reddit to like yeah. write, hey i'm having a good chill time
1: yeah right well what were some of the symptoms?
0: I don't really want to talk about it. Just like nausea, itchiness. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna get itchy from Ooh. an antidepressant. That's just weird. How is it? Yeah. Um, some people say that it killed their sex drive. It's This uh, antidepressant is supposed to not kill your sex drive. Some people gained weight. It's supposed to not. But some people say it didn't gain weight. Some people say they didn't kill their sex drive. You know, it's like a mix of stuff. Yeah. So it's hard to tell.
1: I hope you get like 400 pounds. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would run. But you still have your violent <laughs> sex drive. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a big red yeah. horny <laughs> like dumpling. <laughs> that would be a good place to be. Okay, guys. So... Felipe and I, about 30 minutes before the Raised Man podcast began, Felipe was telling me about some feelings he's been having over the week and the weekend about animation. And I wanted to start, let's take it back to the beginning of the conversation, uh, which is like you had a call with someone you were working with and you were trying to pitch this like a show idea.
0: Well, we don't. Have to get that? Well, sure, whatever. You know what?
1: Yeah, I mean, just—is it possible to just sort of elide the specifics? of Yeah, who? yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's not even about the call. It's, itself. A, it's not even about the that call. Is emblematic of a million of exactly. million things exactly. that have heard. But yeah, what is it basically?
1: No girl in the chat. That's right. That's right. <sighs> no girl in the pod. Laura.
0: Yeah, sorry, Laura. I well, we were gonna have we were gonna have Michelle Gold on today yeah. to advertise her um her show called
1: Sheep No No More, More. which you're going to be on. I'm going to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be next Saturday. So I'm really sorry, Michelle.
1: Next Saturday, I'm playing Donald Trump Jr., and that's about all I know so far. I'm uh, behind on a lot of the emails.
0: She was going to have me playing um, Jordan Peterson. Oh, Felipe, you would
1: have been perfect for that. I know, but
0: you know, honestly well, I just got to talk to Michelle because I was going to do a movie shoot. That's why I said I couldn't do it. But Mm. now the movie shoot got changed and I don't know if it's too late. I don't know.
1: Whoever they have doing Jordan Peterson is not going to be as good as you because you you are that guy.
0: Yeah. And the the stories of princesses, it it used to be, uh, what is he talking about now? He's like, no amount of authoritarian... Wokeness will convince me that.
1: Uh, is that conv- yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Will convince me
1: that that body is beautiful. Exactly. It's kind of close. A classic, classic Greek models for beauty. I, I,
0: I can really get his voice when I go because he had this one line because he has a Canadian accent. He's like, "If you want to get into politi- politics." That's how you said. Yeah, yeah. Want to get into politics? Get
1: into politics. If you want to get into politics, you. Uh, 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 As a quick aside, Felipe's like mode of generating stuff and coming up with ideas for, for animations is he will take his his all his stuff and put them out on the common room tables and then he will pace back and forth in the apartment and do little voices like, why, 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 why are you over here? Why are you doing that? Yeah. And he'll do that for like two hours. Yeah. And I just have to like shut the door to my room <laughs> and like put on white noise. It's like basically as if you're a uh, Uh, your roommate like played drums in the apartment (laughs) but but it's like common room (laughs) but in the common room and it's way weirder and harder (laughs) to drain out
0: and instead of a drum set that's like stationary it's a snare drum that's like around (laughs) my neck like i'm in the revolutionary (laughs) war and i'm walking up and down the (laughs) apartment (laughs) (coughs) um okay so yeah basically like this is what it is we're in this time where everyone's like okay we're confessional time. We're trying to be on TV. That's lame, right? It's like, okay, it's embarrassing. We have to admit it. We're trying to get on TV. We're trying to make a TV show. It's an embarrassing thing to, to, to want. But, you know, you know, we have meetings with people who make television, things like that. And the messaging that we're getting, everybody's saying it, it's like everyone wants animation. Everyone wants animation. I think it's because of COVID. People were like, well, animation's like a way that you can um make stuff... There's less of a risk of people getting COVID, blah blah blah. Whatever. That's my theory about why that is, but there might also be other reasons. So everyone wants animation, uh, and you'd think like that's great for Felipe, and that's great for Sam as well. But you know, I actually think,
1: but better for Felipe because he's been animating for longer.
0: I've been well, <laughs> no, but and the story will get there because I do have a thought about that, um, and and I and, and I will, um, I'll get very honest, but. So you'd think, "Oh, that's great! I would think, oh, that's great for me but the but like the kind of animation that I just keep i like do keep pitching things and it keeps getting bounced back to me, and I find that like the kind of thing I want to make is so far away from the kind of animation that's actually getting made that I almost feel like, oh, when they say animation, it might as well be some a different thing like it, it, it the thing I do and the thing that people mean when they say animation are not the same thing. Yeah, is how I feel. Yeah, and it's very frustrating because um, I I feel like I'm kind of hitting my head against a wall, and sometimes I'm like I don't know if I can do the thing that people mean.
1: Yeah, well, you were saying to me earlier that like you were talking to someone on the phone, and they were like, they were like, oh. In terms of how animations should look in a pitch when you're pitching a show, they should look like one of three shows that basically already exist.
0: Yeah, you know every time that uh, an ad comes out for an anime... Like, this thing just came out for on Netflix. Did you see that ad?
1: Which show? Can we just, like, watch it real yeah, yeah, quick? Yeah, let's let's watch it.
0: Um, <clears throat> Let's see. New Netflix animated show.
1: It's true that Fleetbait got in it got covid even as an animator which goes back to your point you know they wanted they wanted animations during covid because they thought it was safer but even us animators are not safe
0: it's true the difference is that no animation studio will have to pay insurance for me getting covid because i'm doing it uh you know remotely
1: and we get covid cuz we like to club sometimes, sometimes that's we true like the club. i
0: know <laughs> we do be at the club <laughs> I don't even know where I got COVID, but this show, you know, and whatever, no shade, but like people, people on Twitter, you know, I'm, th- this is me reporting what people on Twitter are saying. They were I'm like, I'm going to close
1: the window because it's distracting oh yeah. me from me. Yeah, yeah,
0: wait, hold on. I'll close it because I'm closer. So this show is called Farzar. I don't know. Again, it's like this isn't me hating on it. It's it's simply to illustrate a point, and I think the point is illustrated. I think in an objective way. So it starts out, and it's actually quite like dynamic. Hold on. Is this gonna be more like Futurama or Rick
1: and Morty? It's gonna be more like shut the fuck up, but you know, it's like holy shit! <laughs> I can't believe they said that.
0: It's just like um. The staging is all three quarters. Like the characters are like facing you. uh, In a three quarters view. That's the voice of the guy who did Master Shake, one of my favorite cartoon characters of all time. Um. Wow. What would you say this looks like, Sam?
1: This looks like like every like tiny titmouse. (laughs) Titmouse animation. What is that studio? It looks like Big Mouth. Uh, Yeah. It looks... I mean, it looks like Rick and Morty. Yeah, it
0: does. And so, like, this came out... Again, I don't know, I don't know. I don't have an opinion. Whatever. It's not for me. But uh people were like, "Oh, all and, and like people on Twitter are always like, "All oh, these shows look the same." And indeed it's true. Like all animated shows do yes. look the same. Look the they same. either look yes. like Big Mouth, they either look like Rick and Morty, they look like Family Guy, like yes. everyone has these circle eyes that c- the lids close on the bottom. You know what I'm talking about? Yep.
1: Yep. <coughs> uh, Bob's Burger vacations. Shows George Sart. Yep.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know i don't want to like get into loser mindset because loser mindset is like ah well that's not for me i'm never going to do that because because that's not my style like yeah. i'm an artist i'm an exactly. artist and that's not me but it really does I, I was talking to this person and i and i i like made this pitch and they're like yeah you know like but, you know buyers are quite um uh conservative and um and I was feeling like, oh, you know, and and they, and they were like, buyers uh, are quite conservative," and the way that it looks needs to like. And we're be not familiar. talking
1: conservative like senators and governors although, and stuff like that. Although I'm
0: sure the farther up you go,
1: yep. this is true. Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: But no, that's not what they meant. Um, and I was just thinking like, oh, like the even like the way that something looks is so, it's as if someone told you like all animated shows need to be about growing up and everything and like you can what you can make different is like the jokes or you can make like uh, other shit different but it, they'll have to be about growing up that's like to me that's the same if they're like oh all shows kind of have to look in a way that's recognizable to people and then you can like get crazy with everything else and i'm just like no that but that's like what is fun about animation right is how it looks and like that's 90 percent of the process to me
1: right and so, so you so you're being told basically 90 percent of what you care about or like the the cool part about animation, the process, that part is set in stone. Has been decided. Has, has been, been decided. chosen before Yes, by, by a bunch of executives and people who made a show like 10 or 12 years ago. Totally. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and all you can switch is, are, are like the conceptual elements.
0: Yeah. And like there really, is, there really is kind of an American animation sort of house style that is really like... I, I would, the way I would describe it is very like script scripty. I was watching that show Fairfax, and then I looked up it's a, which is a show about like Supreme and um, like what is it? L A like L A hype beasts yeah, and yeah. shit like that. And I was like, who wrote this? And it was like a guy who wrote Terminator Three. I'm like, that's not an animator. And I mean, that's like a that's like yeah. a basic bitch thing to say. Like animators should be writing animator shows, but it is true that like a lot of these shows are made by people who are not, and they're just like TV writers. Yeah. Um. And the shows are very like idea first, or idea first like thematic world first. Like, oh, it's about hypebeast. It's not like, you know, like, oh, the show's like about a funny guy. Careful, what are people saying? Careful. Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah. it's, it, the show's fine, but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like it's just not what I do. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just feel really like at a totally like at a dissonance at a dissonance with what animation's supposed to be, and I, and I'm just like, I really don't know how to kind of make it work for what I do. And it's frustrating because people will look at my TikToks or look at myself and be like, we like what you do, we like what you do. But it's like, well, you don't really want to buy what I do because it, I, you just want me to make a version of the thing that yeah. gets made. Yeah, I don't know if I'm getting too honest. I'm like, is this... I'm no, gonna, no, no, no. Like, I do burn any bridges. What, this is
1: the stuff people care about. Sure, this is sure. the stuff people care about. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's funny because like...
0: Thanks for getting on the chat, Kyle, even though it's super early for you.
1: Yeah, thank you, Kyle. Kyle Rodriguez, great friend of ours, makes music for all our stuff. Um, we had this theory, like we've been operating under this theory that like for the past, God, six, eight years, you even longer, really. But like this theory that like you just make work and then like, the success or the pitching or the going, like, yeah, someone buying your work is just the chemtrails of the stuff that you make for for free that you're really excited about. It's the thing that, that is, comes behind the work you make. But what you should be looking towards and doing first is making, making interesting stuff that you like first. And it may yet be soon too soon to tell whether that is a good strategy or not but like and,
0: and you don't find out until you're on your deathbed
1: right, right which is uh, exactly. which is why it's such a tough gamble <laughs> right exactly um but it's it's not like netted uh or like we've been doing this for a while and none of us are are like have tons of followers or i mean you have a ton of followers on tiktok but it's like
0: you're catching up man
1: yeah, it's it's like, so I often sometimes feel like where I'm like, oh, if I had just, f- when someone had liked a thing I had made, I just like doubled down into that or instead of not done so many things and like tried to work hard at one thing for longer instead of like sp- spreading myself out, then like maybe, maybe that would have been like a quicker path to like getting getting what i want well
0: you feel like at some point someone was like you should just do this yeah someone came to me
1: was <laughs> like <laughs> was like yeah you should just keep making those those audio sketches that you made oh 20- those were <laughs> cool dude i miss those you just got to keep making those Man, sam an made an executive. album
0: of audio sketches and you did a listening show for them yes, right yes where people would listen to the sketch i f- totally forgot totally, about that. yeah those um, were cool but dude and if we'd been in england where like radio comedy is big the mm-hmm. uk
1: <sighs> yeah well that i was have been a big, a way in the um the mitch and webb sounds right was like a big influence for me yeah um but is that what their names are
0: i think so mitchell and webb
1: yeah um anyways all to say that it's like it's funny because i don't know yet whether we've been like and it's it, i don't know yet whether we've been rewarded for that sort of like theory or philosophy or like way of working and i sometimes see like i uh, like i think people look at look at us or look at our work and they're like the fact that we do so many things, like like we're in simple town, but then everyone has their own shit going on, and we have a podcast. This is the thing we were talking about like sometime earlier this week. But it's like it's kind of confusing. <laughs> People are like, yeah, like what, "What the yeah. fuck is this?" Yeah. I'm just. It's all kind of looks a little blurry from a fifty thousand foot view, and then you're like, "Well, here's the guy who has like on Instagram. It's like one thing. And yes. you get what it is. Yeah, and and
0: he, and he, yeah, he 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 draws the." the happy pals yeah and they're like eh, and everyone every one of the comics is relatable and it's like what 50 million views
1: totally totally yeah. um
0: no i mean yeah like
1: but it was uh, funny because you were talking to
0: huh Kay. i can't wait what no <laughs>
1: All right, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I asked Felipe I whether know. I could talk about someone. He he just said no. Wait, <laughs> um, I, I guess I wanted to to can... someone in in the like uh, in the world of like te- like sure. p- making t- te- like television shows. And he was like, you know, you got to get like you you should like work on more pitches and stuff like that. And you should like make a pilot and stuff like that. And then like you made a pilot, and then he's like, well, you should start like do pitches and stuff. And it's like. This person just doesn't get that you're actually working in like a million trillion things right now. And and then you show them the work that you do do, and it's like they're like, it's like completely irrelevant to them. They don't get it. Well,
0: yeah, because I, yeah, the way I've been working is like, I just make stuff. I just make stuff. I I made this cartoon, Classic Gourmia, and I made like, I just make like, I make a ton of cartoons. I'm working on like six different things right now. Um, Yep. But it's, but it's almost like, then I'll talk to people and they're like, well, if you ever got ideas, Come with us. And what they mean is bring us a pitch deck for a show. And I'm just like, well, I do, I'm do. i just making like 60 million things. And then when I pitch things, it's like, well, no, but it should, you know, it's like, it should be about, you should like fit it into this mold. And I'm like, well, what if I just bring you the thing that I made as the proof of concept? And like nothing kind of hits. And, you know... I I'm not like presumptuous like we're young you know I don't I don't think like we deserve you know it's like no one ever deserves no, anything no one ever you deserves know anything. I'm not I, saying I like agree I'm that. not saying like what I deserve hasn't come to me I'm just saying like I don't really see a path or an opening for specifically the thing that I do given that I keep like having conversations where people like show excitement but then when I actually bring the thing it's like not it and so I'm like well yes. what, what either I don't know. It's like either you're right, like just got to keep making the thing and just got to keep building an audience. And then at some point that will mean something. But then it's like, well, what kind of audience means something? Like we don't. Yeah, we don't have a ton of followers. Maybe if yeah. we were like bajillion followers or else we're at a historical moment where like, oh, no, like the thing, you know, it's, it's almost like a, like a gift and a curse. Like, yes, everyone's looking for animation, but actually that's a bad thing because what that means is like all this money is going into it's like everyone is looking for animation but the fact that there's such a big volume of it means that actually the the actual buying decisions are are pretty conservative and constrained yes it doesn't mean that people are looking for interesting animation actually the more animation people are looking for the less interesting it will be and ironically i could i could be in a better place if we were in a world where like animation was more of a niche thing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. whereas now like Whereas now it's thought of as a sort of big, you know, driver of big audiences. Like animation is what you do to get like a big audience to sign up yes. for a streaming service as opposed to like a niche kind of prestige product. Um, but then I was talking to someone else who was like, who was like an executive and they were just like, they were like, I agree with you. And they said to me, and they were like, I've asked a million people to be like, show me one of these script driven shows that has like succeeded besides Big Mouth. And they were like, like not a lot, like not a lot go. They get like maybe a second season, but they don't do very well. Yeah. But then you know, and which is a fair point, and it's true. It's like we see so many shows that like come out. It's like I've never seen that, and then it'll get to second season, and it's fine, but it doesn't. And then it's like, well, then what? But then it's like, is that really the goal? You know, it's like the producers, like sometimes, like it being successful is not the goal. There's all sorts of other calculations that are happening. What are their goals? I don't know, just, you know, like people have to justify their jobs. There's some sort of ledger, you know, you got to put stuff on a yeah. ledger. Yeah.
1: Um there's the big ledger.
0: There's a big ledger. <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of opaque to me. Yeah. It's kind of opaque. And then you see, I don't know, it's like the Netflix like exploded. Like they or imploded, I guess to say.
1: Yeah. Um was there you're you you know much more about animation history than I do. But was there like a time in American animation where it would have been like a golden age where it would have been better to have been like an animator trying to pitch? A I don't know. I guess you show? always
0: one always looks into the past and is like that was. But I don't know. I, sometimes I do think about the '90s and I think about like yeah. a lot of shows that were like driven by artists who were pretty weird and studios that did weird stuff. Yeah, like even I don't know. I think Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network were like dipping into interesting, people who made interesting stuff. The early, I mean, the the beginning of Adult Swim was like a cool, exciting time. Yeah. In the early 2000s. I really don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fresh Syrup is asking us, did you guys like Smiling I Friends? I did like Smiling Friends. I do too, And yeah. Michael
0: Cusack's a guy I wish I could, I wish he'd respond to my DM. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, how the fuck did you do it? And the way he did it is he was like a YouTube animator. He right.
1: Like bajillion views on YouTube. Right. Both of them were like, were like, had a big YouTube internet following.
0: Yeah. So it's like, is that, I don't know. I just feel kind of mystified. And, and that's I'll, like,
1: love- I'll say that Psychic Pebble stuff. Not for me. It's true. Not, it's, not not me me. it's not for me either. It's not for me either.
0: I know, which is why watch out because that coffee cup looks like precariously perched. Yeah, and I'll be honest. Like I'm quite. I've, I think your dabs are great, and I'm like a little jealous of them. Where I'm like, man, it's like, it's you're right that that's a show that you couldn't pitch.
1: Yes, you just no. No one would have asked me if I had sent that to Adult Swim, even just the script. Yeah, the full script of it. They would have been like. What the fuck is this? Totally. No, don't no, make so this. I
0: actually think it's really cool, and I guess it it will. It, it's yet to be seen whether that will like lead into anything. But I'm a little bit like, well, you know, and and again, like I, I'm not. I guess I don't mean to sound like a sore loser or something, but I'm like, well, I've also been pitching to Smalls for a while, and like it hasn't just hasn't like clicked or something, and I feel a little bit like. I'm like, oh, am I framing the problem in the wrong in the wrong way or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I misunderstanding? Because sometimes, you know, it's almost what's. The, I'm trying to think of like a good sort of parable, but it's like, um, it's like you know, what, what is it like? Can't get mad at a monkey because he can't swim, or or like uh, at a like a animal that climbs trees because it can't fly. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Whoa! What what beautiful. Pastoral <laughs> expressions you have about nature, <laughs> the wisdom of nature. It's
0: like, oh, it's like you can't judge. It's a like judging a tree, judging an animal for a thing that it doesn't do. And I'm like, oh, maybe I think, oh, yeah. I'm failing at this thing, but it's like, maybe I just don't do that. Maybe it's yeah. like not the thing I do, and maybe I gotta, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I think pitching shows, this is a thing Philippe and I are going through together is like trying to pitch shows and stuff. And it's like, the product that you create for a pitch is completely different than a television show itself. And it's like this own separate hurdle, this own separate beast that you have to slay. That's different than like the skills that you've built up making work. Yes. It's like making a pitch is di- is requires different skills. Yeah, than it's like
0: work. you've spent your whole life making great, funny, Animation. People yes. are like, hey, I love your animation. Can you write a book report now? Right, exactly. Write me a book report.
1: It's completely different. And what what shines in a pitch are like conceptual elements, like really big, clear themes and frameworks and conceptual elements. Really, really easy to describe broad characters that have clear wants and goals. And like having clear wants and goals is not the kind of thing you think about when you're like Trying to create a funny character, what you're thinking about are like funny little voices, right? And the oh, way that's they what look I'm, and sound. thats what I'm thinking about. Yes,
0: and it's like, well, but what's this character? What's their thing that they want in the right. world? And it's like, I don't know. He's just funny. He's like little and funny, right? And
1: they're like, and people who are buyers are looking for like relatability and and the, and these things that like as a as a maker you're like are lowest down on your list of of things you have to check off, and. And so it's just – but then once you make – once you get past the pitch, I think, then you – then it's like that beast is slain. And then you're back to like, okay, now I have to do the thing I know and love – yeah, at but, a high level, but neither which is of us like, have
0: gotten past that pitch, know, and so we actually don't know what that's happens. My, well, that's
1: my hope. I'm speaking. I'm I'm creating the world I want, which is like I hope once you do the pitch, then it's back to square one, and you can just like make the the thing you actually want to make, and not the bullshit that you put in the pitch. But like, I have this pitch right now that I worked on, and I've like, I'm like, I live in fear fear that like if it if someone says yes to it and you have to make it, I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Don't really like this idea. Yeah. Don't think it's going to be funny. Yeah. think it's, we're going to be really hard to make. Yeah. Like it's set up for failure, Totally. but it looks on paper. It's like the, this like shiny little pitch of an idea. Totally. You know? No.
0: I, yeah. And, and my experience like that we're working even as a storyboarder on shows is that like, That same process through which things get, like, put into a meat grinder and, like, funny voices get turned into these boring other things, like, motivations and shit like that. That happens as you write, too. Yeah. Like, everything gets, I don't know, sort of homogenized. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Again, like, I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you know, what is it? You know, sipping on the loser juice because that's loser juice. It's like, ah, well, you know, I'm an artist. That's not me. That's not me. I'm not. I I can never do that because I'm an artist. But it's like, it's how it feels, man. You just watch stuff and it's like, at what point? It's what I was saying the other day. It's like TV is just like so it's just really it feels hostile to. Yeah. To to like into wonder into interesting things.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on in the chat.
0: The not funny part has never stopped you before though, bruh. We're getting
1: we're getting roasted. Damn. Um, could you pitch in a silly little voice? Yeah, we could try that. Um do you think that like well it's funny, it gets back to a thing which we have mentioned a little bit before, which is like, oh, when I was like an early like a young teen, like 13, 14, 15. TV seemed to be or at least was marketed to me as like this exciting place where people where it, it was inventive and new ground was being broken glass ceilings were being shattered oh yeah uh, you could make cool new stuff on television it was like a golden age of television there's was ex- great like tons of exciting shows and now I'm like are we past that era? I don't know. Because I don't like a lot of stuff that's on television and granted I'm not like a avid TV consumer, but but like everyone says like, "Oh, comedy movies are really hard to make. Don't make comedy movies. It's easier to make a television show. Just pitch a television shows. So there's more money in it. It's yeah, m- more likely that it will get bought. Don't make a movie." And now I'm like, "Oh, is is it back to movies again? Like should we just be like trying to make small, small budget films and use that as a way to, like, make the weird work we want to make. Because I, I don't know. it, you, Whatever it is, I, I guess I'm, my thinking is you should just make your work in whatever form it takes. Like, you should just, like, try and find the avenue that, bet, that says yes to, to the work that you want to make. But, like, I don't know if television, if I was, like, 15 again... I don't know if I, I would see... You were never like a TV watcher. Not really, no. So but the I, I only don't know reason if I would watch television now and be like, whoa, this is the thing I want to like try and do or be in. Does that make sense?
0: I mean, yeah, that's the same for me. It's never felt that way, though. I mean... Um,
1: what about making a... F- well, this is what I'm talking about. What about making a feature? Ob- obviously, a shit ton of money and work, but in that industry, less inundated than te- television. We'd have, would you have any more artistic control? Well, that's what we're wondering.
0: Yeah, we don't know. Uh, there's now 21 viewers, so it means that it bumped up if you're just joining us. If you're just joining us, this is Raisin Man Arena Twitch stream, and we're talking about how we're how we're f- frustrated about this path that we've chosen in our lives. Exactly. And this world TV, that...
1: Tay Buns says, TV's for the olds. Yeah, it could be. You know, Who
0: are you, Tay Buns? I'm still, I'm still hung up. Why'd you try to roast us?
1: Um the but it's funny too because tv television and movies now have basically the same or like they f- they have the same um distribution process or at least experience as a viewer like all the all the streaming all, on a streaming all the streaming services that have television shows also have movies. So there's like there's been a, they're, they've allied in such a way where I'm like, well, what is exactly the difference between making the two? Except that like TVs, I guess are TV shows are are serialized. So there's like more money behind it. Yeah, I don't know, more. but I like mean, yeah, but it's different. They're they're like they're the same thing now. I think the know? truth
0: is that for us, like. We're not. We don't even live in LA, so we're not even having com- like we haven't even ever been like. If we were us living in LA, we'd at least would have like been like uh, writing assistants or something like, um, and we would at least be in these rooms where these conversations are being had. But at this point, it's almost as if someone gave us this like uh, box with like a little black curtain, and they made us put our hands inside of it and be like, "All right, feel around this box." you feel like things you can't look inside the box you're touching around and now tell me like what's inside this box and that's how it feels like we're having these conversations with people and we're trying to like deduce like well why what are movies better it's like why are they why is xy who's buying what and what works better and like where's the money it's like i don't know we don't know we have these conversations literally the conversations are like hey i love your cartoons come with me to with some pitches and you pitch something it's like yeah it's a little too weird maybe try something about like you know childhood and growing up or something and then and then we we me and you convene and we're like, well what do buyers like what's happening in the like in the industry? Like what's the yeah. where's the money going? And and we're just feeling around in this like dark box. We have no clue.
1: We're not even near the box. The we're box not even near the box another, like another person <laughs> describing it to us. <laughs> feeling in the box for yes. us, you know.
0: Describing it to us, yeah. So it's like I don't I don't know. I don't fucking know. I like have no clue. I like I um
1: Um yeah. Um yeah, and
0: again, like, I do want to, it's like, we don't deserve anything. Like, it's not that we deserve something that hasn't been given to us. It's just a matter of, like, seeing a path. For me, what it is, it's like, seeing a path where I'm like, cool, that's like a cool path. That's like a path that makes sense to me. And right now, all the messaging is like, oh, no, you have to take this, like, shitty, brambly path. And I'm like, well, is there, like, a cool path that I can't even, like, aspire to? And it's like, no, it's just a shitty, brambly path, and it takes you into, like, the dungeon yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're gonna get tortured for your entire life and i'm like well that doesn't sound that fun but i guess if, I, if that's the way that i can like enter my, my 30s if i should start on this brambly path at 28 see if i can get to the dungeon by the time i'm 32 <laughs> so i can have a family <laughs> it's like i kind of want like a cool path that makes me excited and i don't really see that
1: yeah yeah it's funny because too because like when you get when executives say no to your work they're like like we worked on a simpletown worked on a pitch for months, and then we sent it to Adult Swim, and they said no, and they were like, "The characters are too similar." And then it was like no, and <laughs> that, it was like a it was like a three sentence email, yeah. and it was like that <laughs> is insane. Yeah. Like we worked on this for months. Yeah. Like there's not even a conversation uh, about hey, like the
0: characters are similar. Change them, and we'll talk.
1: Yeah, it's like. The characters will can be whatever you want yes. them to be. Like <laughs> we'll make
0: whatever you want. We'll bro. Do whatever
1: you want. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyways, I think I think it'll be, I think it'll be fine. I, I guess, I guess. Felipe well, had
1: this great joke. I was reading Felipe's pilot yesterday. Which is really good. I've oh, loved it so you, far. And he has this great little joke in it where there's this character in a failing business and he's lamenting. He's like, damn, it doesn't help to be like a nice guy uh, in this business. And he there's a little there's a, a leak in the ceiling and the leak is dripping water on, on well, his cause, head. Because his business is falling apart. His business is falling apart. He's like, damn, it doesn't pay to be nice in this business. And then he takes a step to the side to like get out of the leak. But then the the crack in the ceiling follows him so that the leak keeps dripping on his head. That's I'm the like,
0: kind of thing you could see on TV if you bought my show. <laughs> That's right. a funny little joke.
1: <laughs> funny little visual joke.
0: Yeah. I, think, I think we'll be fine. I guess it's just a yeah. feeling sometimes of like, you know, like I, like I like being an artist and I like making what we make. And, you know, f- but then it's like, well, how do you, how do you grow up and like make all of this kind of sustainable right we're not going to make raisin man forever and we're not going to like you're right w- we'll die at some point <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and it's like well how do i what can i envision as an artist into my 30s like what can i what can like i aspire to I yeah don't know. and it's kind of hard
1: yeah well i hope if we do make it but we'll be li- still living in the same apartment, bro, and childless. Yeah, <laughs> like arguing about I how clean things should be. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. The only thing I want to change is having a show. Nothing else about my life <laughs> yeah, I want exactly, to change. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, will will,
1: is, will is, I think is a good good model for a person who's like, you know, like live the life you have you want as you're having it not don't like suspend all your dreams and desires for what you want to do with your life until you've like made it
0: right it's like oh my 20s are for working so that by my 30s it's like and it's like no no, no your 20s are for doing the thing doing living the life you want to live yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah exactly. but that's
0: but the difference between me and him is like the thing i want to do is make art right that's the only thing i want to do right so i'm okay if that's my entire life yeah I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'd he'd get frustrated with me saying that. I, I I'm 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 very quickly replying to what you're saying. I'm, right. I'm kind of reducing or different, like. Yes. But I'm just like, yeah, there's not. And Will
1: would be like, <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> what Will would da, 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 be like. Da, da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid <laughs> Will. <laughs>
0: Wait, fuck. What was I gonna say? It's just that. Um, what the fuck. It is just that. Live your life you want to live. Kyle's
1: gassing us up in the chat. I know he's gassing us up, Mike. Kyle, you know
0: know nothing. You know nothing. You know nothing. This is what it is. It's that you don't. It's like. It's so stupid. This is like that Louis C.K. bit where he's like, people are always like, "What do I do with my life? What do I do with my life?" Like, and he's making fun of that. He's like, yeah. It's like just fucking go to work and like, you know, yeah, chill yeah. out. Like, what's totally. Like, but it is a little bit like, "What do I do with my life?" And it's like you don't know until the very end if the thing you did worked, right? Because you read a story that's like, I oh, you know this guy. He was an artist. No one, no one would. He was like not respected, but then he like, you know, he like hit forty and he was so respected because he'd like, you know, like cave. You know? Like a dude that was like, I'm just gonna make my shit and then when I'm 60, people are gonna like me for two years. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm gonna be really respected Yeah, for doing the thing that I did and never compromising. But you don't know at the en- until the end of your life if you're gonna be that. You don't even know if you want because Kaveh, I'm sure he's like, this fucking sucks. Totally. I've hated my life. I hate it still. I get no pleasure out of the fact that like a bunch of 20-year-olds like right. my, my movie about right. ruining my, you know, getting a divorce. But you don't know until the end of your life, you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? That was, like, the right gamble to make.
1: Yeah.
0: That I was the unrecognized artist. Because you could also be, like, the the forever unrecognized artist. Yeah. Like, you could get to the end of their life and be like, oh, I thought I was going to be, like, the person that that would, like, break through eventually. And people would be like, wow, I respect that guy for, like, really, like, sticking to his guns. But you could get to the end and it's like, nope, it never happens. Like, I was actually the loser who I've never heard about.
1: Yeah. Well, we just have to have kids and then we wouldn't... I know. We wouldn't fucking matter. Him. We it wouldn't be bitching matter. about I all know. this stuff, you know? I know. I we'd know. be like, yeah, we'd be like, fuck, I got to take him to daycare Dude, right now, that's you know?
0: so right. That's so right. And it's like, you know, it's like we know what the exit is, but we don't, we're not
1: doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly.
0: We could, we could take the blue pill, dude. It's right in front of us and we're not taking it. Have
1: 12 it. children. Yes.
0: <laughs> or not the blue pill, the red pill, actually. That's how you exit the matrix. Have a kid. Yeah, And it's getting presented to us like, no, 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 I'm going to stay in the Matrix.
1: Well, I remember one time you said to me something which I thought was very wise. We were talking about stand-up and you were like, you know, I don't like Mark Maron's stand-up so much because he's like this old guy. He's an older guy and he, ha- he doesn't have children. And so like all his worries and like things he does in his stand-up are about these kind of existential concerns about like what should I do with my life? Like why are we here on the planet? Um oh, like worried stuff about his career and things like that that feel like the kind of concerns maybe or like questions that like a younger person might have. But Mark Marin's older. But he's kind of stuck in this sort of extended like 20s or early 30s guy mindset like wrestling with the questions you should be wrestling with at those times in your life. And I again I'm not I haven't been those like those ages yet. So I, I really don't know, but it but there feels something a little inf- infantilizing about his stand-up comedy where it's like and it's because you're like it's because he doesn't have children. So he hasn't like
0: expanded the aperture Yeah,
1: like his aperture isn't expanded enough and he's like and you were like what was cool about Louis Louis's work and this is before Louis's whole thing. Sure, sure, so sure. Like, you should, let's this, imagine none of that happened. This is not a cancelable yeah. <laughs> opinion to have no, at no. the moment that you yes. said it. He's like what's cool about Louis's work is that like it's it's like a little it's a little more like grounded in like the nitty-gritty of like a day-to-day life of a man who feels the age that he looks on stage. Yes. That's and interesting. That's I don't cool. even remember
0: saying that. That's a thought. You say that to me, and I'm like, that's a new thought. That's never crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: um, And I thought that was a kind of wise thing to think, that like you can be sort of stuck in wrestling with questions in your life, in d- and they can be appropriate to sort of socially to the age bracket that you're in, or they can be kind of like inappropriate or something.
0: That's interesting. Well, it's funny because then there's that whole Stuart Lee bit when he was like, when you, when I was young, I used to think about interesting stuff like art. And right. All, and all I know now is Scooby-Doo. Right, exactly. Uh, and then he does a whole yeah. stand-up bit about Scooby-Doo.
1: I felt that a little, I feel that a little bit too with The Raisin Man where I'm like, oh, I used to like read interesting articles all the time and be really up on the news and, and what's up now? And now I'm like, every morning I wake up and there's like the three things that I have to do and they're like mostly around like chores around like making wo- comedy work and things like that. And then I'm like, I don't know anything about what's going on in the world anymore. Like
0: That's an, I don't, yeah, maybe you just got to get them a little bit more distracted.
1: It's true. I think I do need to get more distracted. And there's something f- limiting about working really intensely on th- on something for a long time. You get like tunnel vision and you're like, you don't know what's going on in the outside world.
0: Yeah, because if anything, I've been like reading tons of articles yeah. about the stupid shit that I care about. Yeah. And um, and in some ways, I've it it kind of puts me far away from my work because I'm like,
1: right. That's the shit my experience I like, too. the shit that makes me excited too. is yeah.
0: not... Imagine yeah, what if I got this cartoon show. Then you open show. up the
1: files on your computer, like, what the fuck is this yes. like thing that <laughs> yeah. I'm working on? Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, you know, I, I also, I was thinking the other day, I was like, I have, you know, I don't know, people have, I, I guess I do this on Raisin Man a little bit, unfortunately, but like I'm getting so lost in like my thoughts. I'm like going down like, I'm I'm saying things that people haven't, I'm like doing caveats to things people ha- I haven't said yet.
1: Yes, I do that all the time.
0: But anyways, what am I trying to say? Sometimes... I have thoughts and feelings, that I'm like, oh, this is like, I, this is like an essay kind of thought, but I don't like write essays. I'm not a writer. I'm right. not a writer of essays. The thing I chose to do is animation. That's my medium. And like sometimes at a certain point, you have to kind of like accept, like that's it. That's, that's how you communicate yourself to the world. Like, yeah. You're not gonna your your essay is not going to produce your idea because that's not your medium. Like yeah. Um. And sometimes I think, oh, the shit I'm interested I'm like, there's people that I'm like interested in or that I want to think I'm cool, but they are not interested in cartoons. Yes. And I'm like, ah, fuck, yes. why did I go down this road? I'm <laughs> yes. stuck with Children this. Children are
1: interested in cartoons. I'm stuck <laughs> with this
0: medium that I cannot, <laughs> I can't impress the people I want to impress or talk about some of the things I want to talk about. Right. In this medium, it's a little frustrating. But then I, that's why I said, sometimes I do it on Razor Man. Unfortunately, I would like I said. You know, it's like sometimes I'm like I wish we I wish I didn't say all my opinions on this podcast. I wish we were just funny, straight up funny.
1: Yeah. Well, we can, you can be funny and sincere too. I think people come for both.
0: It's true, it's true. But and
1: we have we also like we have the least good sense of how we come across I know. out of everybody you know our own conceptions of how we are are like so skewed and filled with anxiety and a fear about how we're, that like we we have no idea how people look at us
0: yeah yeah it's true it's true but but yeah that's just it's 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 sometimes this feeling of being like whoa the stuff that like really turns me on or that i'm like kind of interested in talking about it's like i don't know trying to think it's almost like you know those girls in high school that like are really good at gymnastics and have been doing it since nine and then everyone's partying and they're like well i gotta go to gymnastics and yeah like the shit that i'm excited about where i want to go to the party but i can't it's i'm being kept from it because i have to do the thing that that at some point i like chose this path and yeah this is the one i'm stuck in and now yeah. i can't do it i'm being a hyperbolic because we can still party and stuff and like be fun and stuff right
1: but it would be so sick if you could just switch what you did. And you didn't have to worry about the like the ec- economics of like making money, having totally. a job. Yeah. You know? I think I want to be like a downtown film yeah. guy, <laughs> an essayist. Yeah, exactly. an essayist who eats at uh, at clandestino. No, uh, David Foster Wallace had this quote where he was like, because he was a mathematician in college. Wow, he, oh, did, talk, he did math. I, mean, I guess he did pick a different path. Yeah, and he was like when he, he described doing his that moment where he had feel like he had to pick, he was like, I felt like math used like 60% of myself and like writing fiction used 90% of myself. And so I just picked the thing that used more of me. Um,
0: yeah, that's interesting.
1: And I, I think it's cool because cause cause like writing television sometimes to me feels, I mean, like writing scripts is like, 20%. Like twenty percent, twenty twenty percent. Yeah, <laughs> it's like writing a sonnet or something. Yes. It's like very rule based, very specific. There's, it's defined by what you can't do rather than what yes, you can do. Totally. Um, and so. Yeah, it's funny. Maybe, maybe what we've done is very limiting. It's funny, all the artists we were talking about are like real white guys. That's so like, well, there's Mark, Mark, yeah, Mann, the Louis true. C.K., <laughs> and the, this thing that David Foster was, is like we're total white guys. I know, it's like <laughs> most level one. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that meme that was like, film bro, take the film bro pill or the film cis pill? Have you seen this? No. Basically, it was like, wait, let me see if I can find it. Film bro... Have you guys heard of this, film bro, film sis? Right here. Wait, I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna put it up on the screen. Hold on. If we got a producer. You know they could be doing this.
1: Oh yeah, a little guy. Film little bro
0: guy versus produces. film sis. So there's there's two. It's split into half. And on the left is the red pill, which is the film bro, and on the on the right is the blue pill, which is the film sis. So here are the film bro films. Pulp Fiction, Goodfellas, Fight Club, Drive, Superbad, Wolf of Wall Street, Scarface, right? We know these films. We know this We know this archetype, Donnie Darko.
1: We know this guy, yeah.
0: And here are the film films. Gone Girl, Midsommar, Lady Bird, Kill Bill, Mean Girls, Black Swan, Francis Ha, I, Tonya, Virgin Suicides, Audition, uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Handmaiden. And, you know, I thought that was interesting because... Wait, um, those
1: kind of throw me off. So wait, so what is the film, sis?
0: Well, so they're trying to create... Man, I'm having like a cramp in my chest that's like really annoying. Um, Stay focused, Felipe. <laughs> Stay <laughs> focused. Bro, bro. <laughs> I have a panic attack on here? I have COVID yeah. again. And I'm just <laughs> feeling kind of anxious. Um,
1: Destroyed. That was my impression of Felipe. <laughs> 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 Annihilated.
0: Um, Suspiria is another film, sis film, Little Women. You know, it's interesting because what, what does this tell me, right? Like, level one, what is a film, bro? This is the level one explanation of a film, bro. A guy who really likes movies. And there's a set of movies that guys who really like movies like.
1: Level two, movies about masculinity. Well, okay, okay. That's level
0: three. Because, okay. okay, so level one, guys who really like movies. Guys who really like movies love Goodfellas and, um, Daniel Day Lewis, right? Level two, what is a film, bro? Fuck I like Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Well, there you go, dude. Sniped. Yeah. Level two, what is a film, bro? It's a it's a guy who likes like fake deep movies. <laughs> These are fake deep movies. These are like actually accessible films. Yes. Quite accessible films. Pulp fiction is quite, you know, the Joker. Baby, these baby are food. entertainment movies. Fight yeah. Club. They're entertainment movies masquerading as maybe art films, as maybe auteur films. Right? Some of these I like, but like they're they're Hollywood films. Yeah. Level three. And
1: ideally, I, if you are a boy, you come across these movies and like them when you are like twelve. Right? Or 13. Exactly. You should ideally these movies. Yes, exactly. You should
0: fully out. You know, Drive, Nightcrawler. Um. Well, level three, and this is, and so this film cis thing, this dialect, the film cis dialectic leads us into level three, which is like, these aren't films that connote taste. What separates the film bro from the film cis is that these are all f- these, like, the things that these films have in common is that they, like, depict essentially a kind of a sort of gender presentation, right? The film bro films are about, like, a kind of misanthropic man uh-huh. who, like, uh, does, who, like, uses violence to, like, assert his will or to shape his world. Mm-hmm. And the film, CIS Films, more or less, I, Tonya is about a, a woman who, like, k- kind of does the same thing. Kill Bill, same thing. A woman who uses violence to shape her world. Somar, a woman who, like, you know, in her own gendered way sort of, like, does does violence on her boyfriend. Or I like
1: see. Oh, okay. I see what they're saying now. Yes, yes, yes. So these are like these are like the mirror. These movies are like the mirror images of each other, but set you substitute man for like woman, essentially. Like because these are all these movies are like female retribution movies, more or less. I right? mean, some
0: of these aren't. Little Women isn't. Midsomer, I think Francis Audition is not-
1: are both that. Kill Bill is.
0: Um, I'd say maybe, you know, even beyond female retribution, like, you know, movies like Virgin it's like um these are like uh Otesa Mashveg style, you know, like abject the abject woman, the like the lost woman, the sort of okay. like, abject yes, yes, wave, yes, 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 the like Yes. Um so it's like it's not that these, these films like connote nothing about film taste. These are th- what 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 unites this is what unites these films is not like an aesthetic, rather it's the, is their theme is their thematic content.
1: Right, but that's true of the f- the film bro movies as correct. well. Correct. Yes. 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 Correct.
0: Yes. I just think that film bro is like a misnomer because it, right. it it suggests that what a film bro is has to do with film. Right. But actually the operative term it's is con- bro. Right. It's right. Right.
1: It's, it, it's the content of the films that they're watching. Yes. The right. like the thematic elements, what those films are about that they like. Right. It's a guy, not an aesthetic or like a
0: A guy who likes these films, right. A guy who likes these films, I would not call him a lover of film. I would call right. him a person who's interested in a kind of presentation of gender or like yes. in, in, in reflecting their own sense of their own gender. Yes. Um, and and it's only through the film cis dialectic that that this becomes clear.
1: Yes, and then same with the film cis. It's like yes, these 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 are all sh- movies about a kind of misanthropic woman, uh, women seeking maybe not retribution. Doesn't marry all of them, but like Lady Bird in there, I think of a kind of like okay, like weirdo alt girl who who the world doesn't get. You yes. Know? And she struggles to live in a world that doesn't get her.
0: And it's interesting that Kill Bill is on there because that's, that's film bro stuff.
1: Right. That's, that's what threw me off. But then I was like, okay, why, why it's on this list is because it's about like, it's like a female empowerment, female retribution thing.
0: Yes. And uh, some of these don't, like Atonement, I don't know why Atonement is on here. Carrie.
1: Carrie is... I haven't seen Atonement.
0: It's good, I like it, but it's um, it's
1: based on that novel, yes, wh- by wh- Ian McEwen. Ian McEwen. I was McEwen. trying to remember that guy's name when I was with Gabby a while ago. Have I, you seen I, Cement or Pay or or the it may, got made into a movie, but it's a short novella of his. What's it about called? incest? It's called Pavement or Cement. No. It's good. Is it good? It's good. Yeah, it's about these kids and their parents die, and then they kind of just like put them away they in fuck? the basement. And and it's and they're just like they start living on their own, but their parents kind of pass away. Yeah, it's cool.
0: I once read a book of his called Saturday. Okay. And it's about like a brain surgeon, and it's a day in his life, and he gets mugged. I honestly can't remember how it goes, but it's good.
1: Whoa. And then he does brain
0: surgery. And then he does brain surgery on the guys. (laughs) He gets revenge by doing brain surgery on them.
1: Yeah. Well, good thing I'm my. I am omitted from this meme because I like movies in both categories. <laughs> yep, me too, me too. Good thing this has nothing to do with me.
0: Mm-hmm. We are, yeah, we are outside of this. We are outside of this paradigm. Who is a film bro, bro? Like, who actually like these are characters? This film bro character. It's like, does this? I guess it does exist, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Or is it a sort of aggregate?
1: You know, people
0: go on, on Letterboxd, they look, best films of all time, they see Joker, they see Goodfellas, they see Fight Club, and they're like, oh, this is a guy. You're seeing like a sort of aggregate. Yes. You're, you're seeing the aggregate scores of millions of different people, and you're thinking that is a man, that is one person that exists.
1: Right. Well, I think, I think stereotypes, pe- people at an individual pe- level, people always defy, defy stereotypes. People are always much more complex and filled with nuance than any stereotype. So, there's, the, I don't think there's literally a person out here who's sort of like this, but we all, but what the internet does and through memification, through like TikToks and, and sort of people making fun of and doing presentations of people, you like arrive at a character like that. Yes. And it's like, it's like that thing that people say on Twitter all the time where like, Oh, what people do on Twitter is they invent a person that doesn't exist and, and then get mad, get mad, at, mad yeah. at them. And it's a little bit like this. It's like this is like a hyper, like a um, hyperbolic version of a guy we would recognize. All right, you get know?
0: this, get this. This, there's, there's another version. There's another version of what you're saying. So, okay, you go on IMDb, you see best movies of all time, and it's like the Dark Knight. You know, it's all these, it's all these film bro movies good fellows whatever like that's what's we can we can look at a uh, let's see hold on IMDB best best movies
1: I remember it just as an aside sorry while you film it yeah. while you find this I remember in college there was a class that I never took but when I was shopping I I saw it and it was in the film department and it was like the title of the class was like um uh fuck I'm blanking on the director's name the guy who made um 2001 space odyssey Kubrick Kubrick yeah Stanley Kubrick and the and the crisis of masculinity and I was like I just saw the title for the yeah. class and I was like oh I don't even need to take the class yeah. like all the the argument which is really good one is like It's just in the title of the thing. But like I was thinking about all his movies and they are literally all about guys who are like freaking out about masculinity (laughs) and like don't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? And I thought, I just thought it was a great moment where you just like read the sentence and I'm like, I don't need to take the class. class. But uh, but that is great. That's like a great idea for like an essay. Totally.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, you look you look at these, like, top IMDb movies, Shawshank Redemption, The Godfather the Dark Knight, Godfather Part II, Twelve Angry Men, Schindler's List is a little bit outside of this paradigm, but, like, Lord of the Rings, you know, there are film bro movies, right? Yeah. We would call these film bro movies, um, and this is my theory. What you're seeing here is not a person. What you're actually seeing here is, like, the sort of, you know when we talk about systemic problems, like, talk about... Yes, systemic injustice. I think like. so, yes. <laughs> what you're seeing here is like a, sy- this is a systemic, a system sort of uh, made real, which is to say like for whatever reason, these are the movies that people will like go on and like, like. Maybe it's because these are famous movies that people have seen and that they like to go star on IMDb. Maybe it's because the kind of person who goes on IMDb is, Remind me what
1: this list is again. It's the is most liked movies. Yeah, it's, it's okay. the movies that
0: have the highest IMDb rater. Okay, ratings. got it. So, like, what you're seeing here is like a sort of aberration of of however IMDb works, whatever biases, whatever systemic biases IMDb has, and IMDb raters have, and whatever kind of person logs onto IMDb, whatever like small distorted sample size of people i people go on IMDb. Um whatever sort of algorithmic bias IMDb has to lead people to these kinds of movies, it's like a canon, but it's like an arbitrary canon, you know? A different canon would have like Battleship Potemkin on the very top or something like that, you know? But what we're seeing here is like the... the
1: A nerd canon. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars.
0: (laughs) And so you're seeing here like this basically the structure of a website and does that make sense what i mean when i say that you're seeing the structure of a website yes you're seeing like the algorithmic biases of imdb born out as a list of films yes and and so here you're seeing you're like this is the, the 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 well it
1: tells you about the bias of its user base i guess
0: yeah but it could also tell you about the bias of its of what kind of movies it 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 suggests to you depending on what you star or like it. There yes. could, you know websites websites create their user base websites like are like funnels that lead people into certain kinds of conclusions wouldn't Ye- you say that this is true
1: yes or, or I guess I think it's a kind of reciprocity like the, it's both they create their user base but then they're they're also influenced by their user base as well so they sort of like they see where the heat is and then they follow the heat yeah you exactly
0: know? or you know another way you could say it's like the kind of guy that like goes on IMDb. Yes, you're right. Like the audience creates the canon, but the kind of guy that goes on IMDb who thinks to go on IMDb is a specific kind of guy who yeah. would think going on IMDb is cool. So you're right. There is like a reciprocity. Yeah. Um. But so what I'm saying is like here we're seeing a list that embodies or, cr- or or it's like a product of a website's algorithm and and sort of systemic biases. And we look at this and instead of thinking this is we're seeing a website's brain. Like this is a website's brain right here. This list is a canon created by the website's brain. In a sense, we look at this list and we think this is a guy.
1: Yes. This is
0: a person who I will meet out in the world.
1: Right. It's one guy. And right. that's and that's the same of Twitter. In it's a like, hoodie.
0: Like the kinds of the kinds of opinions that you see on Twitter, it's like t- Twitter is biased towards certain kinds of opinions. Yes. Certain like you know an easy one right? It's like anger will get a lot of anger will get a lot of, like, uh, traffic. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And so you see a lot of anger, all kinds of anger, but, like, righteous anger is the kind of opinion that you will see more on, on Twitter or on Facebook for, a, for an algorithmic, because of an algorithmic bias. But then you see that anger and you think, These, this is an opinion that is widely held. But you're not really seeing people, you're seeing, like, a website spraying. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, totally. Totally but but you're also saying the reverse too which is like you're seeing a webs when you're you're not seeing people you're seeing a website's brain but then when you're look when i'm looking at this aggregate thing you're saying i'm not seeing the website i'm seeing an individual person so they they both the like both the website and the users of it have in tandem have a quality of like reducing each other into these kind of archetypes
0: well yeah i mean i guess i guess what i would how i would correct what you're saying is like I think the correct conclusion is we're seeing a website's brain. And I think the incorrect one, but the more common one is I'm
1: seeing a person. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you see okay, what I'm I was, saying? I see what you're saying. Like, yes.
0: When people say the film bro, they're they think that they're describing a person, but really they're describing the structure of the internet as it like is embodied in a kind of canon.
1: Got it. Got it. But wouldn't just to put a little pressure back on that, it's like when when I look at this webs when I look at this list, I'm like, oh it's not actually the structure of the website per se. It's more like to get a step further. It's like it's the user base of whatever men, schlubby 30 year old men with hoodies in their 30s, like who use IMDb and are active users that like have created this top 10 list. That's what I see. It's not necessarily like an an algorithm divorced from like people behaviors that Mm. like is influencing people
0: it's true but then i would i would say that those men are products of like why does the schlubby 30 year old man go on the computer and go on imdb yeah and there i'm like making an argument about like what kinds of people does the computer attract it's it's actually not true that only schlubby schlubby 30 year old men go on the computer computer. Yeah, but like why does that kind of guy go specifically on IMDb and rate? Because a lot of people go on IMDb, don't rate. I, don't, I never go on IMDb. A lot of people don't go on IMDb at all. Um, but it's like there is some sort of feedback loop. Yeah. The people a website attracts is a structural feature of that website as well. Yes. And also there is a feedback loop where I'm on the website, I see everyone like Shawshank, I think, I should watch Shawshank. And then when I'm watching Shawshank, I think, well, this is a 9.2 stars on IMDb, maybe I should like it. And suddenly I've You're been... You're becoming the guy. The vi- exactly. The, 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 the so- it's like a social contagion. The virus has like entered me and I've become... I'm now reflecting back the website as yes. a guy.
1: Yes. Yes. Totally.
0: I don't know why we started talking about this. Sorry I went off.
1: No, 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 no. I'm this like is, on, I'm like this on is coffee cool. mode this, a little this bit. This is co- cool. This is interesting. I think we've cracked the film bro archetype.
0: But that's what I've always thought about cancel. when people talk about cancel culture.
1: Okay, go on. Uh,
0: my theory is that cancel culture <laughs> is just... Get ready. It's just you're seeing the structure of the internet. Yeah. It's not like... The thing about cancel culture is it's, vi- it's like a very low investment for one person to call out another person, f- for one person to call out another person, and it's really easy for like millions of people to do a very easy thing of being like, I don't like that person. What am I trying to say? That the internet enables many people to express an opinion which to them is like not hard to express, but which for the person who's on the receiving end of the opinion, it's like a million opinions. Does that make sense?
1: Say it one more time. Sorry, because um, I look at you, but I can also see the chat, and I already have like ADD, so it's sometimes it's hard for me. To Laura's think. saying, overheard
0: a coworker call Shawshank his favorite movie last night, and I was shocked to see the algorithm IRL. Yes,
1: boom, there we go. The thing we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, just that when someone's being canceled, they're getting millions of people online being like, "This person's bad. This person's bad. This person's bad." Yeah. For every one of those individuals. Shooting off a tweet where they go, this person's bad. It's very easy. It's like it right. takes two seconds of your day. You're rewarded. You're rewarded for doing it online yes. because because it's the kind of content that's that yes. gets rewarded. Yes. And it, it, it you're rewarded for like, in your social scene, doing a call out. But it might be two seconds of your day, and you might tweet, "I don't like this person," and then the next thing you might do is tweet, "Like, I just took a shit." Whatever, you know. Right, right, right. So I like, that's what Twitter used to be for. For the person on the receiving end, that's millions of, I don't like this person. Totally, totally. So the internet enables this behavior, which for the, for the sort of call-outer is really easy, but for the, call, the called-out is like actually like a deluge, a barrage of like a lot of stuff.
1: Yes. So
0: when people talk about cancel culture, I think they're talking about a structural dimension of the internet. Yes. Which is that it enables this interaction, where it's very easy for a lot of people to call someone out, And it produces this really, I probably traumatic experience for the person being called out of like, like extreme social opprobium.
1: Yes. Yes, totally. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yes, it does make sense. And it's like a it's like a kind of behavior going viral. That you are on the as the person being canceled, you're on the receiving end of right, exactly. And it's sort of a, more about the algorithm and how it and how it behooves people to act a certain way when a when a, a, an opinion is going viral. than it really is about you and your behavior, so to speak. It's like the algorithm's juicing this opinion, right? You know?
0: And and you, if you're being canceled or called out, you might see millions of people hating you, but. The real red pill is to be like, I'm not seeing millions of people hating me. I'm seeing a website's algorithm produce a social result mm-hmm. in some way. I mean, obviously, sometimes people get called out for doing actually bad things. And yeah, that's and result. people do do bad things. Yes. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that that's a separate question. Like, people right. do do bad things, and, but, but that, you know, the actual event of cancellation totally. is a different thing.
1: Totally. Well, you heard it from us first, guys. The internet incentivizes certain behaviors. <laughs> this is a radical take you haven't heard before, and we've arrived at it naturalistically through through a discursive process. We've arrived at the the thing we all know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I went. No, I no, went no, manic no. I, I think can... I think that's true. That's completely true. Um. I, like, I liked that meme. I thought that was that was interesting.
0: The film system, film bro?
1: Yeah. Well, in the last five minutes here, let's go back over the podcast and say all the parts that we liked about yeah. what we talked about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what a good podcast it was. You remember when we started? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And we talked about, we complained about the problems of trying to make television in, a, in our kind of myopic sort of view, you mm-hmm. know, the problems of having success and at least of... of at least being able to talk to people in the industry, we should just be thankful, you know. I know, but, but you know, sometimes know you podcasts zo- you are for kind of just going. Kind compl-
0: of Yeah, I you know. Part of me is like, should I? Awesome should I like life. erase a bunch of the stuff I said?
1: No, no, I don't think so. I think it was cool. I think it was cool. I know. Thanks everyone for tuning in.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you zoom out, you click, you click on the zoom out button twice, and you're like, oh, my life's actually pretty awesome.
1: Totally. No, I just went. You need to go on little vacations. You know, I just went home to Boston and and I came back and I was like, Wow, everything's awesome here. Yeah. It's great. I know. We're living in high cotton, you know? It's great. Um Living in what? High that's an expression, high cotton. Huh. Yeah. I guess depending I, on who you are, living in high cotton is good or bad. Yeah. But uh yeah. Yeah, my dad had has all the had all these expressions that I sometimes repeat, and then I'm like, "What does yeah, that what does mean? That or where does that come from?" Is <laughs> that you're saying like horrible slurs? <laughs> like my dad always said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that something? was his kind of quaint it was southern his folksy yeah, saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, it's uh, yeah. It's good to get out of your life a little bit and then come back. That's I what you know. Recommend. If you can do it, if you're lucky enough to do it.
0: I know, I know, I know. And that's why, you know, Sarah's like, I want to go back to the world where everyone's talking about Dolly. And I'm like, I want to go to Texas.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, oh, my God, her stories, she's in a beautiful place.
0: Yeah, she's with. A, she's got a friend out there who is pretty cute.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, but if you, th- that person does not live here. If so. you're
1: Sarah's friend, who's kind of cute
0: hit me you up know, hit,
1: hit hit up felipe
0: i know sarah was like i was i almost thought about bringing her for a production i was like ah oh, you should think about it again
1: felipe depoy he's very depressed and anxious yeah. <laughs> you want to meet my friend <laughs> yeah exactly it's like, insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: going through the worst year of his uh. life <laughs> yeah. uh. i think we're good then or i don't know do you want to do five more minutes
1: um. Oh my, my tummy God! Is roiling, but Tummy's
0: roiling with what? Hunger or poop?
1: Uh, f- coffee. It's just when you drink coffee and then you, you don't eat anything, you start to like hurt. It starts to hurt your acid yeah. in your stomach. It's just like stop.
0: Yeah. Well, we were gonna talk about Kim Kardashian busting through. Oh Marilyn yeah. Monroe's. Oh well, this
1: is News Hour here at the end. Yeah. Uh, the Raised Man listeners, this is how you get your news. You tune yeah. into us every week. <laughs> so get this. So Kim Kardashian <laughs> yeah. wore Marilyn Monroe's dress. And her butt was so big that it burst through the dress and they had to fix it like backstage of wherever she was. And Where was she?
0: I, I can't even remember. Okay. Was it a gala? Was It the, It wasn't the Met Gala. It wasn't was
1: the it? Met Gala. It does feel to me though that like the Met Gala happens like every week.
0: Now. I know. It happens so often. There's
1: a lot of Met Galas. It's always
0: the new theme and they're doing a new theme. Yeah. And everyone like hates the theme and hates how people are doing the theme. Totally. Totally. But... I think it was the Met Gala because it was Gilded Age. And apparently, they took out this dress that was like in the archives of something, someone's archives. I don't know who. But I guess when they make a cool dress and they put it on a celebrity, they're like, this one's going in the archives. So they were like, we're, we're bringing out the Marilyn Monroe archives, put it on Kim Kardashian, and now everyone's tweeting, she busted the buttons
1: damn and there, there i saw this video of her like surrounded by like helpers and they were like backstage. they were and like they a were, pit like, stop yeah it was <laughs> like a pit and they were like press they were like p- pressing her body together in mm. various ways like trying to hold things in place so that they could stitch up the dress again which is to me all of this is a relatable these are rela- that's a relatable problem People come in different body sizes. It's true. And there's no reason why Marilyn Monroe why Kim Kardashian should be able to fit in Marilyn Monroe's dress. They were different people. They're different
0: people in different times. In
1: different times, yes.
0: It's true. And yeah, it happens to everyone that you know you put on some pants that you thought fit you.
1: Exactly. And And back then, back then in the nineteen sixties. People were smaller. They they had their their diets were reduced. Mm-hmm. They were like cavemen. Yeah, they were
0: starchy diets, and everyone was yes, stout. exactly.
1: You only ate you only ate things that you found in the woods.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now people eat these extremely nutritional
1: foods, exactly. filled with they didn't endocrine have super with disruptors. Foods. They didn't have superfoods. They didn't have superfoods. <laughs> super they didn't have acai bowls, and kale, and kale no. and blueberries.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, if you're if you grow up if you grow up eating kale and acai... Gonna have a big ass.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Um. Okay, I'm gonna call it. I'm All right. Goodbye, like
1: guys. It. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. See you next week.
0: See you next week, guys. Maybe Sarah. Will, oh, maybe we have a guest name. Well, whatever. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're promising nothing. Yeah. Goodbye. Raising Man Arena.